How far down the ranks has Quentin Johnston fallen? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today is a crossover Thursday, and today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code, all lowercase, locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at Williamson NFL. Matt, we are talking rookies today. We always talk rookies on Thursday and uh, as usual, there's a lot to talk about. This class just continues to to surprise, I think, to be mm-hmm. much better than expected. And really, the the quality and the depth of this class is kind of what's inspiring today's show. I was I was uh, checking out what Kate and Marcus did last week. We trade off that Thursday show, so we all get to get a chance to talk about rookies. And last week they talked about, or, or they did a. a round one redraft rookie redraft based on what we know now here eight weeks in seven weeks in at the time for them and uh again think about the depth of this class there were a lot of great names that they didn't get a chance to talk about they didn't fall among the top 12 i thought we'd pick up right where they left off and do round two of that rookie redraft how's that sound i like it i think it's a tremendous idea i have a lot of names to decipher here little upset that B. John Robinson isn't still available for oh, us, but yeah, yeah, I guess he fell. So there you have it. Well, let's, let's name the names from last week in case you missed uh, Kate and Marcus's first round redraft last week. Of course, a rookie draft do over B. John Robinson goes one Jameer Gibbs two. This is a single quarterback format. Puka Nakua goes three Jordan Addison, four Jackson Smith and Jigba and Zay flowers go five and six. Devon Achan goes seven. Tight end one, Sam Laporta goes eight. Rashi Rice at nine. Anthony Richardson, the first quarterback off the board at 10. Zach Charbonnet is the 1.11 pick. And another quarterback, CJ Stroud, goes 12. Matt, before we get into our picks here, and you're going to have the first pick, okay. the, the 2.01, uh, put, your, put your analyst hat on. What do you think of that first round? Any surprises? Uh, any guys that maybe you thought shouldn't even go in the top 12? Um, I would love to tear them a new one, but I think this is pretty solid, to be honest with you. I think people know that I'm not blown away with Jordan Addison. I think he would have probably went about eight for me. You know, like I think I'm taking JSN, Flowers, Achan, and Laporta over him. But I do think the top eight are probably the top eight on just about any board. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, in whatever order you want to mess with it, but I think there's eight premium prospects here. Um, I probably would not have had Stroud or Rice in my top 12. So I think there's two guys on the board that I would have snuck in at 11 and 12, if not higher over those okay. two. Yeah. You mentioned before we, uh, before we hit the button here that you thought there were two pretty clear prospects 
I agree. There's a pretty clear top two for me as well. I don't know if we're going to agree on who those two are. So okay. let's get to it and name some names. Here. I have one you question have to for you, if you don't mind. Okay, sure. Would you have taken Puka at three? Um, I Puka and Addison are, are really close for me okay. at this point. I'm um, torn between Puka and JSN. Yeah, I've got both ahead of JSN right now. Um, but I do have JSN five and, and Flower six. That you know, that's even super fluid. Um mm-hmm. I, I feel that. like yeah, I feel like just recently I probably said that I had JSN fourth among that those four wide receivers. And it, it, I mean that's that's why we do shows like this, have conversations like this, because especially with the rookie class. Every week we're learning exponentially more about these players, right? I mean, just even from seven weeks into eight weeks, eight weeks into nine weeks, we're getting more and more information and our opinions are going to change. So uh, if you are stuck on your uh, your pre-draft uh, or a preseason evaluation of these players, I, I think you've got to get past that. It's, you know, it's okay to still like a guy who's been disappointing. That's obviously uh, not a bad thing, and, and buying low, uh, taking advantage of those buy low opportunities is nice as well. Uh, but we've got to be taking all the new information and, and making that a piece of the puzzle as well. 100%. All right, Matt, you've got the 2.01, 13 overall, one quarterback uh, format here, and we've already mentioned those names that went off the board in the first round. Who are you taking first uh, in the second round here? I am taking Josh Downs from the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. That was that was one of my two as well. So okay. maybe, maybe we do agree. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard not to be super impressed with what yeah. we've seen from Josh Downs. Um, there, there were questions about how quickly he could acclimate to the NFL. There were questions about that Colts offense as far as uh, would they be able to support honestly, even one pass catcher, let alone multiple pass catchers. And um, all those answers, all those questions are being answered in the affirmative and and Downs is a fast, fast riser. 1.02 here. I I feel like you have this. No, I feel like you have this sneaky guy out there for your other top two, the way you're kind of cryptic about it. I can't wait to hear what you have to say here. No, it's it's more about I, I thought you might I know you're a Quentin Johnston fan. I mentioned that name mm-hmm. at the top of the show. So I thought he might be one of your top two guys. And maybe maybe he is. Uh but I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Dalton Kincaid here. Yeah, that would uh, Okay, so I'll take Dalton Kincaid second. And again, we're getting so much information about these players every single week. Uh last week was uh really the first time that we got to see Kincaid without Dawson Knox and what that offense would look like and what his opportunities would look like. And, and Kate and Marcus drafted their first round before that game. So uh, ev- even that one game might've been enough to push him into the first round, push somebody else out. Uh, to me, Dalton Kincaid is a top five dynasty tight end. I've got, uh, I've got Laporta, Kelsey, Andrews, Hawkinson, and then I want Kincaid above everybody okay. else. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's where I'm at with him. Uh, I would love to get him, uh, in the early second overall, round of yeah, a, yeah right. 14 overall of this type of format, Matt, who is going to be the third pick here in this rookie redraft second round? 
I do think it gets difficult, and Quentin Johnston is a consideration. I'm really impressed every time Tajay Spears gets a ball. And I know the owner kept Henry there, but how much longer is that going to be? Right. I'm going to go with Spears. And they're, they're using him in the receiving game quite a bit. So I think his stock is still increasing. Yeah, I'm with you. I like that pick a lot. Certainly feels like he's the future of that offense. We saw Levis play well last week. Um, you know, maybe maybe slowly the tide is starting to turn uh, for the Tennessee Titans with with a couple of key young players on that offense. Uh, of course, we'll see if uh, we'll see if they can keep that up. They got a big one later tonight against your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1.04. I'm going to sneak another pick in here before we, uh, before we hear from our sponsors, let's go with, Ooh, man, we really have kind of hit a tear break already. Um, yeah, a little bit. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with tank Dell. You know, he started the season so well, uh, especially after, uh, Brown suffered the injury there Mm -hmm. for Houston and then, and then Dell himself missed some time with an injury, but, They've kind of got all those pieces back. I really like Nico Collins in that offense, but I think Tank Dell can be a great uh, second piece, second option. Uh, Obviously, we've got C.J. Stroud already off the board in this redraft, rookie redraft. Uh, I I love what they're building there in Houston, at least on that offense. I'll take Tank Dell here at 2.04. That's 16 overall. What do you think about Tank Dell, Matt? Uh, he was in consideration. He wouldn't have lasted much longer. I can tell you that. All right. That makes me feel better. Makes me yeah, feel better. Yeah. We've, I mean, it's a little hairy right there, though. Uh, you know, this is a, a really, it, it's really jumbled, right? You could go a lot of different directions. We've already talked about Johnston, and we'll see where he falls. Several wide receivers, couple tight ends, couple running backs. We're going to, uh, we're going to get to all those guys and continue that conversation next. So let me tell you guys about DoorDash. And I don't know, I'm sure there's some of you out there that are in a similar situation with me with our kids. I have two teenage kids, a son and a daughter, 11th or 10th and 11th grade, and they're growing like crazy and they eat like crazy. And it's hard to keep up, especially before my oldest had his driver's license. I mean, we couldn't keep food in the house. So we use DoorDash a lot. And even now with his license, Sunday, him and I watch games since he was five or six years old, and neither one of us are going out to you know pick up food. We have it delivered from DoorDash all the time, and you know pizza, wings, soda, burgers. I mean, even if you just want groceries, DoorDash will take care of you. I mean, chips, dips, nachos, everything. I mean, you mentioned Brian mentioned that Thursday night football Steelers. I'm going to be busy with pregame stuff. I'm not running out to get food. I'm definitely ordering in from DoorDash, no doubt about it. I mentioned groceries, restaurants, retail, if you want. I mean, all that kind of stuff is available, too. I mean, your favorite restaurants and stores. I've mentioned on Peacock and Williamson, I get Permanis as a a, a Pittsburgh favorite with coleslaw and fries on the sandwich. I get that delivered all the time through DoorDash. It's great stuff. So I urge you to check it out for sure. And here's what you got to do. If you get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend only $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, that's LOCKED23, 
Again, 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms do apply. Football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. All right, we are redrafting the NFL rookie, uh, the NFL draft, the rookie draft, I should say, from the 2023 season. Round one was covered by Kate and Marcus last week. Go back and check that out if you missed it. We're doing round two here. It went Josh Downs, Dalton Kincaid, Tajay Spears, and Tank Dell as the first four players off the board. Who is going to be the 2.05 pick, Matt? I'm going to take Quentin Johnston here. I mean, I do think I mean, he's a first-round player, great size, great after the catch, tons of opportunities now, you know, to see what he can do. I think these next couple of weeks will be crucial, you know, good or bad. I, I don't have a strong feeling that he's just going right. to, you know, excel here, but I do like his situation now, and we will learn a lot more very soon. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people, myself included, looked at 2023 as a bit of a redshirt season for Johnston. That being said, it was, it was, his start to the year was still disappointing. The narrative became he needs a Keenan Allen or Mike Williams injury to really be a factor. He got that about mm-hmm. a month in as, as Mike Williams tore his ACL. And instead, we saw Josh Palmer take a larger role. Now, Josh Palmer has, is banged up. Uh, he's not practicing, could be in danger of missing this week's game. And he's been in and out of the lineup. And honestly, we still haven't really seen Johnston take on much of a significant role. So certainly a frustrating start to his career. There's some metrics, some historical data out there that uh, shows uh, this this start to his, his season and his career is uh, signs of, of certainly bad things to come as far yeah, as yeah. what we can expect from him. That being said, like you mentioned, he's he's still a first round uh, pick, and that that's that's not a guarantee for production or, or value, mm-hmm. but it helps. It it means he's going to get chances um, with the Chargers and and honestly with other teams if that's needed uh, a couple of years down the road. So at this point, we already talked about how messy and how crowded this range is. I don't, I don't mind the pick at this point. I'm, I'm glad you took him, so I didn't have to. Yeah, I kind of had that feeling too, but you know, I think it was time. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with Kendra Miller here, a player mm. I still have pretty high hopes for. Uh, we, I mean, we've seen Alvin Kamara on an unbelievable tear since he came back from his, uh, his suspension, and hasn't really left much on the, on the bone for. Kendra Miller, or really either uh, Jamal Williams, either, but both of these, uh, both of these guys, I think will see larger role as the season goes on, and and I, I still like Miller long term, so I'll take Miller here 
at 2.06. 2.07, next up, who do you have? Sort of similar. Um, I, I feel like we haven't got a chance to see enough of them, much like Miller. So I'm going to stick kind of with my coming out of college scouting report on Tank Bigsby. Uh, um, yeah. ATN's just been dominating so many carries that I'm not going to hold that against Bigsby too much. I know he's had his ups and downs, but I still like the player. At this late, I'm going to grab him. 2.08, I'm going to take another riser. I think this player's been gaining some value, and we talked about uh, Sam Laporta and Dalton Kincaid as as mm-hmm. top five tight ends in Dynasty. Uh, this guy's not that high, but I do think he's certainly in the conversation for being a top 12 tight end or a tight end one. I'll take Luke Musgrave here at the 2.08 spot. I got no qualms with that. I've been very high on him since he was drafted. I think even though he's missed a little time, looks good when he's out there. So he's passing yeah. that test to me. I'm going to stick with the tight end and go Michael Mayer. Oh, I, whoa. I, I know. I've been really hard on this guy, but he's put a couple decent weeks together. New coaching staff, though. I mean, new offensive coordinator, offensive mind. I don't know if that's good or bad for him. Well, it can't be bad. It It can't can't be be bad. bad. It can't be bad. I guess that's the best way of looking at it. Yeah. There was not a clear-cut guy for me to take at this point, though. I have to say I'm shocked. You have been a Michael Mayer hater. I know we have seen seen him start to get involved in the offense. Certainly he's uh, more of the answer long-term than than Austin Hooper is. And, and I mean, maybe the – change at uh at, at the coaching staff there and it's funny we talked about it on our uh uh we inadvertently talked about it uh, before it actually happened uh, on our tuesday show uh that that josh mcdaniels could be in trouble and mm-hmm. you know you wake up uh wake up wednesday morning and he's gone but um i, I think the move to aiden o'connell at quarterback benching garoppolo Clearly, they're they're packing it in for this year. Uh, I think that's probably a good sign for Michael Mayer as well. That so we're going to see yeah. less Austin Hooper and more Michael Mayer. We've got three picks left. I'm I'm speechless almost on that one after Matt took <laughs> Michael Mayer, the guy he trashed all uh, all summer. So we're going to have to take a pause here before we make these final three picks. But we will do that right after this. <laughs> I've told you guys about prize picks. It's been really good for me this this, uh, NFL season. And prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in all of North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. That's what I like best about it, as opposed to playing a bunch of ringers or sharks. Uh, Instead of battling thousands of other players, you just pick more or less, more than or less than, on a two to six player stat projections and watch the winning, winnings roll in. I mean, I, I've done very, very well, to be honest with you, in this. And um, testing my skills on prize picks this football season has been the most exciting way to play daily sports for me. If you have the skills, you can turn 10 bucks into 250 with just a few taps. Super simple to play. Trust me, I'm not the a whiz with this stuff. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, which is really important. Easy gameplay. An enormous selection of players and stat types are what prize picks the number one daily sports app. 
Uh, they offer promotions weekly that can lead to big payouts. I've told you about Taco Tuesday before, but every Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. I mean, it's time to jump on it. They offer now uh, Apple Pay, quick and easy deposit into your account. So really works out well. Um, here's what I need you to do, though. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL, all one word. Use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a, a first deposit match up to $100. We're redrafting the Dynasty Rookie Draft from 2023. We're on pick 110. I'm on the clock here. And, Matt, I I actually considered this player at 2.04 when I took really? Tank Dell. Uh, two, I've, I've considered him really all, all the way through and, and just opt, opted for other guys. I think this player has as much upside as almost any name we've called here today. I'm going to take Marvin Mims hmm. at the 2.10. Uh, been been a little bit of a frustrating road. We've seen him produce in very limited action and then uh, maybe not get as much opportunity as Broncos fans might like to see, as certainly as dynasty managers would want to see, especially if you have uh, Marvin Mims on your roster. But he, he's flashed some big-time plays. Yeah. And even though they did not get moved at the trade deadline, I think it would be – uh, reasonable to expect one of Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy to be gone by next year um, and, and Marvin Mims to have a much larger role. So I'll go with Mims here at the 2.10. I have no qualms with that whatsoever. Uh, I'd like to see more of them, but boy, yeah. making the most out of his opportunities when he gets out there. So that's a first, you know, really encouraging step, of course. Um, I'm on the clock here. There's a couple looking at me, and I might raise an eyebrow or two with this one. I'm going with Mingo from the Carolina Panthers. Okay. And I, my hunch is nothing against Thielen. He's a good player. But I think you have to start featuring guys like Mingo, kind of like with the mayor conversation we had. The season right. shot. I mean, second half of the year needs to be about youth in some of these towns, you know, Vegas, Carolina in particular. These are bad football teams. And I probably I was picking him around two three in that neighborhood, two four in rookie drafts. So yeah. I don't know that I've seen anything to make me think he can't play at this level. Yeah, his value has dropped off a little bit. Uh, dealt with some injuries, missed a little bit of time, and as you said, that Panthers offense has been uh, been pretty rough to watch so far. Uh, yeah. But we are seeing Mingo's usage, snaps, and and targets increase. Uh, steadily. So I, I, I really like the value here. And I, I think he's probably at least among the backs and receivers and tight ends. I think he's the one with the most draft capital left. Uh, he, he was a second rounder mm. by the Panthers, if I, I remember right. correctly. So a uh, good pick there. I think he belongs in this range. I'll finish off with another wide receiver. I already got Luke Musgrave, so I'll get his teammate yeah. Jaden Reed here. Uh, to finish off the second round, uh, you know, Reed reads another guy that has flashed his usage has kind of gone up and down as well. I think the Packers are still trying to figure out really who their best receiver is. Watson is disappointed. Romeo Dobbs has been okay. Uh, Reed's kind of actually been the steady consistent 
guy when he's been on the field, but he doesn't always get that opportunity. So uh, they're certainly still trying to work through things. I mean, we even heard the comments uh, yesterday, I guess, from the GM that Jordan Love might not be the answer. And that is not what you want to hear if you're a Packers fan or if you're a Jordan Love uh, manager in dynasty leagues. I mean, once once a GM or a coaching staff goes public with those types of comments, it's essentially the beginning of the end. He would have been my pick there, too. I was torn between Mingo and Reed. I like both those guys quite a bit. A couple of names that we did not say, did not call in the second round. They would they would fall to the third round if we were going that route. Roshan Johnson. Yep. Uh, my other back, Bryce yeah. Young. Yeah, Bryce Young. Jalen Hyatt. Uh, who else? A couple of uh, wide Cedric receivers. Tillman. Okay, yep. Cedric after Tillman. The, after hopefully. the Peoples-Jones trade. Hopefully we see a little bit more of him. Demario Douglas might yep, be the Patriots' top option. He was available. And Michael Wilson, Cardinals rookie mm-hmm. receiver, uh, another guy who's been a value gainer uh, this early part of this season. So quite a few. We talked about the depth of this rookie class, surprising depth, really. Uh, quite a few guys still uh, worth considering, even beyond the top 24. I also that had, is, real quick, I also had McLaughlin's, yeah. McLaughlin's name down from Denver. I, I knew I wouldn't get to him, but I scribbled him down. And Levis, who I think should be the starter from here on out for Tennessee. And I'm going to sound like such a homer, but I think Will Levis's stock will probably go down by the time you listen to this. I don't think Thursday night's going to treat him well. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Uh, I mentioned it on on some other shows that uh, what we saw on Sunday last Sunday from Levis was really best case scenario yeah. for him. Chuck uh, it up deep, and make a play, Nuke. Yeah, yeah right, the deep yeah. ball was hitting. Uh, Nuke got wide open a couple of times. He had the he had the DB in a headlock one time. Like everything, <laughs> right, right, right. everything was going Levis's way. Uh, you know, later tonight or or even in the coming weeks. The stat lines are going to be more like one touchdown and two interceptions, and, and a lot of handoffs and, to Derrick Henry and right. Yeah, yeah. all the yeah. all all the warts are going to come back to the surface. That doesn't mean he's not a, a solid long term option, and and that he can't be the starter for that team even beyond this season. Uh, but he's not throwing for three hundred yards and three and four touchdowns every week. Certainly, so we got to we got to find some balance in there for my guy Will Levis. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.